0: Fresher than your father podcast.
1: Oh yeah, 35. There it is, 35. 35? We're almost at my age, Ian. Whoa.
0: We're, we passed my age. No, yeah, we did. Yes. Eh, uh, what
1: is that, gloating?
0: No. Gloat? Bragging, Ian? No, but let me point out something that my, my coworker and 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 pal, uh, Raphael pointed out, who's he, an avid listener of "Fresher Than Your Father" podcast. Shout out! Yeah, shout out, Raphael! I know you were waiting for that, and now now your your <laughs> name is out there. It won't be edited out. Nope. So he was disputing that thirty four was not. We said it was not really a powerful number, but he felt it was because three plus four. It's seven. Ooh. And as we know, seven is a powerful number.
1: Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. He just, that was knowledge born right there. Am I right? He did I, the
0: math, he did the knowledge.
1: I was ready to poo-poo, Ian.
0: Unless, in fact, he actually literally did
1: the math. That, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about seven. We can go in There's seven days of the week. Yeah. I think there was something about they blew the horn seven times around the walls of Jericho in the Bible.
0: Wow, you just dropped it. That's a major nugget right there of knowledge and science. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It got real real there.
0: It got real real. And it's episode 35, and seven is a divider. I feel like I'm making up the word divider, but I don't really care. Thirty-five is divisible by seven.
1: Yeah, there you go. And no, no, you didn't make up the word divider. It's just I'm not sure if there's a binder around. Ew! That was funny, right? Did so you put dividers in binders? Wow, it took me a second. <laughs> to separate text. To separate. <laughs> that article won't touch that one. It's important stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. So, 30, thirty-five. 35. It's a big time. Big time. Big timers. Ian, did you watch uh, the Super Bowl? I had it on in the background. Yep. I think that's all we need to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's over now. NBA, man. NBA all
0: the way. All yes. day. Yes. All day. Every day.
1: NBA. NBA. It's fantastic. When did they get rid of that slogan? Are they bringing that back? See, I had, I had forgotten they even had that slogan. See, this is what happens when you're older than 35. You remember these things. You
0: know what was sad, though, was when, do you remember the John Tesh NBA music that I N- do. NBC had? I do, yes. It was corny but classic.
1: Yep. And then he it was, went away. He was a legit musician. Yeah. Sure he hosted. Was it Entertainment Tonight?
0: It might have been Entertainment Tonight. And then? Sean, I
1: can't believe I just pulled out that name. Oh, cause it was, it was a classic, classic track. It was an amazing piece of music that was synonymous with the NBA. Yeah. Yep. He did it. And then he would perform at, what was it, Red Rocks?
0: I think Everybody performed at
1: Red Rocks. I think so. Live at Red Rocks. <laughs> the NBA theme live at Red Rocks. So we're we're approaching the uh, the All Star break soon, apparently, yeah. and it's coming fast because the owners were greedy and uh, attacking labor. It's so, coming very fast. Coming fast, and so what? What as we approach this mythical halfway point? It's not mythical, cause there really is a halfway point. <laughs> but, what, what say you about your team? The Blazers. Are you excited? You thrilled? Giddy? I'm,
0: um, you know, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm frustrated, but I'm also, you know, I'm happy. I you're feel a, like... You're a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm sorry,
1: I cut you off. Go ahead.
0: No, I mean, just to go, go nerd out you know, Blazers are really fucking good at home and we really suck on the road. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where they kind of balance it out and you're kind of like, ah. Yeah. You know? but, yeah. Uh, but at least we aren't. It's like, wish we were doing a lot better, but at least we
1: aren't, you know, the Wizards. See, dude, by the way, quick aside, you you all listeners may not like this, but YouTube this because it's a treat. Did you see the, the amazing clip of uh, your boy JaVel McGee? No. Where he shoots a shot, misses, loses his balance and runs out of bounds, does not notice that his team got the rebound, thinks the other team got the rebound, and sprints to the other side of the court. Oh, no. Oh, no. It, the, the thing that makes a classic is the look on John Wall's face. But they can't see that. This is bad. This is now a bad podcast. Can't say bad rick. It's not radio, but bad podcast. Anyway. You get me fired up, man. Like...
0: Man.
1: Is that Ahmad Rashad right there? That's Ahmad Rashad. You just made that music brought Ahmad Rashad. That's that NBA on NBC. Boom. He's interviewing Jordan. Yeah. Yeah tell us about that shot over ELO. So, <laughs> so speaking of, like, so we're at the point where our teams, our teams were kind of, you want them to be better. Right? So, a few weeks ago, on these internets, some pundit guy, whose job it is to think of idle possibilities that might never happen, said one that I thought was intriguing. What if the Blazers traded, and I think it was Batum, and I don't know who else. Somebody else. Someone. For Steve Nash. Did you see that? No. And it worked. Like, you know, in the in the ESPN trade machine kind of way it worked. It uh-huh. worked.
0: Uh-huh. It
1: what worked would you think? Yeah, worked. maybe it was Wesley Matthews and Batum or something like that.
0: Why would the Suns do that is, what I guess, the question.
1: They want to good- get...
0: Yeah, I forget, does Nash's contract run out? I think it's super nerd. Yeah, I think oh, so. So the idea would be they just want to get something for him instead of nothing? I think One so. Because, yeah. I mean, otherwise, it's, unless the Blazers are giving up Aldridge, Batum, no. and, you know, someone else, it's just, not, I'm not saying Nash is that good, but I just feel like the, uh, I mean, he's damn good, but... He's, he's the, that marketable. He's that, exactly, he's that marketable. And he's yeah. that, he means that much to Phoenix at this point. Where yeah. Gonna, but,
1: you know, his his contract ends. Nobody's going to give them much because he just turned thirty eight yesterday. Yeah. So, I don't even know. Though,
0: you know, I've shit. I've always been a Nash fan.
1: I'd love to see him play with with LaMarcus. Phenomenal jumper. Genius pan. Uh, genius passer. Yeah. Not a great defender. Not a great defender, but. But super intelligent, yeah, yeah, plus I like his political stances, can't go wrong, and he doesn't eat sugar,
0: it's true and and he makes funny commercials
1: he does, yes, and he plays soccer, yeah, and I'm pretty sure his ringtone is the John Tesh,
0: yeah, I think that you know
1: so what what would what, what would you like to see happen? For your Blazers, you you comfortable? Let it let it ride out.
0: It's I mean it's what like it's like a half season anyway. So yeah, I feel like just let it ride out, see what happens in the playoffs. See you know, um, see how how they can battle it out. Because I'm I would I'm, I shouldn't assume that they'll make the playoffs, but I'm hoping they'll make the playoffs. And right. you know like, let's battle it out. I think we have a chance to make the second round. So for sure, it'll be a little bit of a dark horse or whatever. So you know, see what's yeah. up. What about that's you Cavs, man? What what's the uh what's the anxiety level right now?
1: The the anxiety level, if like we're going like what are we going, one to ten? Sure. Ten being what in God's name is happening, one being we might win a title. Well that's not no, that's bad. Ten is what God's name is happening, and one is all good.
0: All, well, yeah, but what is all does all good mean? See we this suck. is the, oh, we're gonna get this, that nice graphic. This is the complexity
1: of it. So right now I'm hovering between a four and a six. When they win, I'm excited because they're, you know, they're uh-huh. they're, they're a team. They're a legitimate National Basketball Association team. But then I realize, oh, wait, that's going to mean we might suck.
0: When you're hovering between a four and a six, that means you're at a five, right?
1: I think that's, I think that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm averaging to a five. My mean is five. I just wanted to like throw that out there. You, It, it was thrown. It's out there now. No. Yeah. So, you know, I've accepted that they're a solid NBA team. Irving is good, although he's out with a concussion, which oh, is worrisome.
0: Shit. That's worrisome.
1: It's worrisome. Um, I thought they should trade Barrage but it looks like they won't because he's got a good contract and he's a good ball player. And I'm with that. That mm-hmm. makes sense. It totally makes sense. I saw a trade idea. These trade ideas, they get me fired up. Trading Gibson. Daniel Gibson, uh, a.k.a. Booby. Trade Booby. And, I don't know, like Anthony Parker or somebody to Memphis for O.J. Mayo. Which would be phenomenal. But I don't know if he's a starter. Is he a starter? O.J. Mayo? Should he start? On a, will he start on a good team? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. He's on that borderline. Yeah. See, right now, these Cavs, they're making me nauseous. Erming is not playing their best player, and they're up on the Los Angeles Clippers by three points with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Hopefully they'll lose. But <laughs> But they're 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 scrappy, man. They want to play, man. They're not they're not punks. Last year they were punks. Uh huh. And it was embarrassing, but we got Kyrie Irving.
0: I think Irving, even if Irving's not there, I think he probably got a little, just, uh, brought the energy level
1: up. Yeah.
0: Inspiration there. They're inspired. You know what I mean? Young winners.
1: Young winners. And some old winners. And some old winners and Antoine Jameson. Yeah. (laughs) So. (laughs) And Booby. Booby. He's been
0: around for a second.
1: Yeah, he's not he's not a young cat. Nah. No.
0: Nah. At one point he was a young almost winner.
1: Yeah, no, he was a young winner. Yeah. He was he was the second this tells you why they got swept. He was the second best player on their finals team. That's right. Well, now nah, you probably give a lean to Zidrunis. Zogis. That's right. Or possibly shout out. Shout, shout out, Big Z. Works for the Cavs again. This is nice. Um yeah, I'm not going to bore people with that. But anyway, Booby hit a lot of threes for them when they got swept by the <laughs> by the Spurs. Shout out. Shout out to 90. the Spurs. Yeah. So it's it's an exciting time. It's a thrill a minute uh with just basketball in general.
0: And speaking of thrill a minute, instant gratification, instant big things basketball-wise. Uh-huh. Let's talk about these dunks and these tweets.
1: These dunks and these tweets.
0: First of all, listeners, youngsters, youngsters know about these dunks.
1: They, The youngsters have been made aware.
0: Listeners might not, but if you're yeah. both a listener and a youngster, you know about that LeBron James dunk. And, and you, know, you know about that uh, that Blake Griffin dunk.
1: Yes. Was it a dunk? It was a dunk. We'll give him dunk. All right. His finger touched the rim. I I, I, I can't even I can't even jump over my shoes when they're in my way, so I, I can't even front. So on, let's let's on him.
0: let's. All right. First of all, John Tash music, right? Yeah. So visualize the John Tash music.
1: We're in that space.
0: We're in that space. Right. Then, dunk number one. LeBron James. He's on the yes. baseline. Yep. Look it up, listeners. He Bolting makes a
1: move. Towards the rim.
0: Yeah. Jumps into the air over John,
1: John Lucas John Lucas,
0: Lucas, right? John Lucas. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. John Lucas the third. This was an alley oop, and the alley oop was kind of behind him, if I'm remembering right. Mm hmm. It's yep. in my brain, it's in my 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 mind chakra. He reaches behind himself a little bit to corral. you ever heard this he corralled the ball corralled corral. like corralled it
0: like like cattle,
1: yep, or like a large steak, and then dumped it
0: then boom, John Lucas the third was he yeah.
1: Completely just jumped, like, and, and it wasn't over. like a, It was it so
0: quick you didn't even notice it at first.
1: Oh man. And it wasn't like, oh, there's this dude here, I need to jump over yeah. him. It was, I'm gonna dunk this. Oh, wait a minute, what is my foot touching? <laughs> like, I don't think he had any conscious awareness of him at all. No, 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 it was instantaneous. Yeah, like, and both of them, like, I don't think John Lucas knew what was happening. John Lucas might have been looking the other direction. He was. He was. He didn't see LeBron. I think he was watching Wade with the ball. So, that's the first dunk. Amazing dunk. People going nuts. Internet's going wild. Twitter. Hashtag. Uh, would they hashtag that? I don't know.
0: Labertard asking if it was the greatest dunk of all time. He asked that. He did.
1: Levitard was curious.
0: Levitard. he said, "Is that is that a Homer question? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Well, we bit. can go into those greatest dunks of all time, a little bit, listeners. But dunk number two, Blake Griffin, ins,
1: infamous dunker. Oh yeah, and like and so infamous that his dunk over and and how is it is it." It's not Anthony or Timothy. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was
1: Timothy with an F. Yeah. Timothy Mozgov. Mozgov. It became the Mozgov dunk because yeah. he put his hand in the, on Mozgov's face and threw the ball into the hoop. From. So that was the original dunk. And this is, they said, oh, it's it's like the Mozgov too. Yeah. he
0: Mozgov, the announcer said Kendrick Perkins got Mozgov. Right.
1: Boom. Right. Ferocious. So he, He's, like, jumping into the lane with the ball, is met in the air by Kendrick Perkins, center, playing defense, and, like, pivots around him in the air. Am I right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he pivots around him in the air. And as he's approaching the basket,
1: just flushes
0: it. Boom. And John Tash appears above the backboard. Playing the music.
1: Hold on, I need a second to gather myself. That got a little emotional right there. Yeah, it was an amazing dump. So amazing that it was so widely discussed that it literally became played out in about an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Like people went so nuts, including LeBron James, who not only gushes about it, but acknowledges that he's been knocked down to number two. His amazing dunk over John Lucas III is now the second, which makes you think, oh, so before he was considering that he had the best dunk, right? Yeah. Like you don't say I'm down to number two unless you thought before. But he
0: kind of, he kind of did. Yeah. But he so he he tweets out that that. Griffin just came out and knocked him to number two. Yeah. This this tweet, you know, it's heard around the world
1: because everyone is following LeBron apparently on Twitter.
0: Evidently. And Kenneth Perkins, he, he catches some feelings on it. Yeah, he, he Now, was he out of line for catching feelings? Not necessarily. Well, here's my here's my take. Perkins, immediately after the game, I think the press, he, you know, he, he, the questions were asked. And he was like, look, I'm a good defender. That's what you get when you, you're in the lane. You def, you're playing defense. You're going to get dunked on. It, it's part of the game. Right. You know. All true. Not that he's saying he liked being dunked on. No. Playing it down. He's like, look, that's how it goes down,
1: you know. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm playing defense against the world's greatest athletes. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes
0: you look kinda awkward.
1: You're catching the ill street blues. You lose.
0: On the, on the way down. Buck, buck. Little cool G rap for the friends. Little cool G rap reference, youngsters. youngsters. Youngsters? You know about that cool G rap? Now you do.
1: Those are the young losers that don't know about that. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> so, that Kendra goes.
0: Perkins, is quoted.
1: Phenomenal. He's still
0: talking about it.
1: Phenomenal quote.
0: And I, you know, I want to read this quote to you in one just as reading it, but instead I feel like I need to read it in kind of a whiny voice, the first well, part.
1: Why? why? Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll, you got it.
0: And, you know, we can debate this, but he says, you don't see Kobe Bryant tweeting. You don't see Michael Jordan tweeting. If you're an elite player, plays like that don't excite you. That, that, that's how you're going to leave." Then he goes on to talk about things. But you're going to
1: You But, But see This is the thing He's right though Kobe Kobe doesn't care I mean at least not in public To you He'll say to you Stand in the lane again And watch what I do yeah. Right? That's what he'll say to Perkins. Yeah. But in the interview, he'll say, oh, it's just a basketball play. <laughs> right? And then, if LeBron did a better dunk, you know what he'd say in public? Nothing.
0: Can I point something out, though? Kobe Bryant doesn't have a Twitter, and Michael Jordan is too old for Twitter.
1: Yeah, now, yeah. That
0: that's really just a shitty rationalization and I just wanted to point that no, out. No, well, you know, uh,
1: Jordan Jordan would tweet, but he probably his phone keeps falling out the rip in his shitty styled pants. <laughs> Either that or he's too busy defending the Hitler mustache oh no. and uh I'm sorry, those shots
0: at Jordan. Shots shots were fired. Boom, boom on the way down.
1: So many, yeah. Buck, buck. Take that, Mike. Over ELO, Buck, Buck. You know, it's you ELO know
0: tweeting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. He has no career. What is Craig ELO doing? Isn't that his name, Craig ELO? Yeah. What's he doing? I uh, don't. Maybe he is tweeting. We should look that up. He might be tweeting. Either that, or you know, he's getting Doherty, Brad Doherty, coffee on the set of the uh, NASCAR show. Yeah. He may own several
0: various franchise restaurants. Quite probably true. Yeah. Always a good and investment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's quit talking about those Cavs teams that are walking around on Michael Jordan's heel. Because <laughs> he stepped on them. Quick question. Yes.
0: Because... Cause I was listening to this Levitard show They're talking about the greatest dunk of all time. It's the two dunks. Which one do you like more? Jordan okay. on the baseline over
1: Ewing. Phenomenal. Where
0: he does the, uh, he fakes it one direction, comes back around the baseline.
1: Yeah, it, it's a twofer because he jukes out Oakley yeah. on the baseline. And then and then embarrasses seven foot tall Oof. Ewing.
0: Pos- I, personally, my favorite dunk of all time. Okay. Not outside of a dunk contest. Right, right. But very close, and mostly because of that juke and just the way how smooth the whole thing went down. But yep. close, John Starks. Yeah. Is, it, is yeah. it up there or is it not up there?
1: See, what's what's hard, and, and New York fans, I know there's some New York heads who will listen to this. This is going to sting, but hey, I just talked about Elo, so let's not even... Yeah, go go in. Starks carries the vibe of loser with him. Because ultimately what happened, they lost. Yeah. Right? So, so you know the whole to the victor go the spoils, waka waka, all that stuff. The truth is, Jordan, like that was in a win. That was in a, that was in a, I'm defeating you moment. And they, Starks might have won that game, but he didn't win the the war, so to yeah. say. Um but the Sparks the Starts dunk was a phenomenal too. So what I'm doing here is splitting hairs.
0: Both great dunks. Amazing all, dunks. Decisions don't need to be made. But no. I just wanted to reference no. those dunks,
1: youngsters. And unbelievable playoff moments. So that takes it to another level. Yeah. Like the Kevin Johnson dunk. These are amazing playoff dunks. These
0: these are defining John Tash moments. Man, like they're montage. Replays, the, the, yeah, exactly.
1: They're playoff montage exactly. moments. Playoff these, montage. These other dunks, these are when you retire moment montage. Yep. This end of the year montage. This is like sea level montage. You want when it's playoff time and everybody's getting fired up, and somebody's gonna be crowned a champion, and they start showing you the moments to get you fired up because they can't play the John Tesh music. One because there's only so much freshness around and allowed in the world at one time, and two, I'm sure there's some licensing thing they can't play that. But they would, you know what I mean? It's in yeah. that, it's that level. It's, it's that deep. level. It's that level. Ian, I say with all love, we will beat the shit out of a dead horse, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> we'll beat the living shit. Out of a dead horse.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. I know. I know. I went there too many times, but. I had to go there. But it's John Tess. Because I hadn't thought about the John Tess music since the music ended.
1: I just wanted to say what the the listeners were thinking. And then we'll go back to referencing. Yeah. Because that you know, that made my evening. I hadn't thought about that in a while. Red rocks.
0: (laughs) Pop rocks.
1: Pop rocks. If I could do a sound sound effect with pop rocks, I would do it right now.
0: I need to find one. Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. You know where they sell? The onions and boom. Boom. Where do they sell them? They're still out there, right?
1: They are out there. You can get some right now at Cracker Barrel. I wish I was making that up, but I'm not. That's true. Cracker Barrel. Yep. You know, Cracker Barrel, they sell a chicken fried chicken. I didn't know about that. Chicken fried
0: chicken fried chicken, which takes us to our next topic here.
1: Which <laughs> is friends.
0: Speaking of beating various things into the ground.
1: A.O. Oh, no, that's not really an A.O. That could have just been a violence thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You said beating various things. That yeah, was the a. There was
0: a pause there, possibly an ao, but then I continued the sentence.
1: Right, which negated the ao.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, hope. Donuts. Can I just say that it's it's very, I've really created this certain donut persona or certain. I don't. Obviously, I talk about the donuts a lot. I eat lots of donuts, but three different people posted the same. Uh, internet mem
1: regarding it's,
0: it's donuts on my Facebook wall in in
1: twelve hours. Three different people. Right. And it's it's mem?
0: Is that what it is, or is it something else?
1: I I, I say meme, but what do I know? It could very me. well be mem. I have it's, no idea. I don't know. It's on the internet
0: and I've never heard anyone actually vocalize the word. Right. Raphael? I'm looking at you. <laughs> so I'm here to talk about these donuts and going. Did you forward me this article? Who forwarded me this article? There's this article in the New York Times called Till the Last Donut and Drumstick. And that's how it's related to chicken fried chicken.
1: Oh, drumstick. I see what you did there. This there we go. Is,
0: because there's this new spot in Philadelphia, a city we both love.
1: Hmm, we do.
0: But, you know, hipsters, are, they're everywhere. Everywhere. We've discussed this, roaches. And this place serves donuts and chicken. Yep. Both of which in a very kind of, you know, boutique, artisanal fashion. Cats line up early in the morning to get these donuts. I believe they only make a 100 a day or something.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I just had to take a deep breath. What are we doing, man? What are we doing? Lining up for donuts. I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: There it is. There these these things need to be said. These the you know, breaths need to be taken. And then if you want the chicken, I guess you get some kind of little colored ticket thing oh. and and you sit there and you wait for your shit to be called and then you go up and then you go wild out about your chicken. <laughs> Oh my god, it's the chicken I've been waiting for. This chicken holy shit. Yeah.
1: Let me just talk about this chicken
0: for a second. The quote from the 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 the, the woman, she got the chicken, she was waiting there. And uh and, and and I feel like she was wilding out on this chicken. Hold on. Hold on. And this isn't good podcast, listeners, if you're taking lessons from us waiting while I read articles to find the quote. Not good podcast.
1: That's all good.
0: But when Blake Feldman, who managed the chicken distribution system, called number eight, a young woman jumped up and said, Oh, that's me. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. This is like my best morning.
1: What? Ah, man. See, you reserve that response to food when you haven't been eating. Yeah, right. Not, not for some boutique. Come on, man. God, you know she had a good day because chicken came. (laughs) I mean, look, yo,
0: I I shouldn't talk that much shit because when I eat really good food, it's an exciting moment. I love it. Is I love it. Is but it's just this. (sighs) <sighs> Limited edition artisanal shit. Get the fuck out of here!
1: <laughs> now I, I don't want to go into details on this because it will it will add to the flood of people going out there. But you and DJ Center shout out, shout out, told me about a special spot <clears throat> for a really special pizza. It's
0: true, I was thinking about this as I was telling the story.
1: But that's not some brand new Uh boutique styles. This is, I've been making pizza my whole life. I perfected a style that not only is no one coming with, but it's informed by decades of making the same fucking thing over and over again. Yeah. And getting down every nuance of the experience. And its specialness lies in the fact that I'm not going to try to market it. I'm I'm just going to keep doing this right. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's no limited. There's no limited amount. It, I'm just it, gonna be in there cooking these pizzas all right. day, every right. day, and I'm gonna serve it to you fresh. It's out the, coming out the oven. I'm gonna chop a couple basil things over, it, and it's in your hand.
1: That's a different thing. That's it's a totally a di- different. It's a different thing. It's limited because it can only come from this man, and that's what makes it special. In addition to the flavor, right? Yeah, it's.
0: Let me talk about these donuts. Artisanal ass donuts. It, 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 just, it just angers me. How, first of all, the picture, you got the, the, I don't know if you're looking at this, Dave, but you got the two young hipsters on Wait, one tell side. Me, tell me what the Google, what, what am I Googling
1: or what am I? You're looking Internet at the New York
0: Times. New York Times Federal Donuts.
1: Or Philadelphia
0: Donuts. We're talking about the two young hipsters. They're happy. And the two older hipsters. The hipster couples. Now, you know. They're They're fired up. There they are. Hipster couples new and old. (laughs) You know? And hey, it is what it is. They got there early. They got their special donuts. I'm looking at these, I'm looking at these flavors of these donuts mentioned in this article. Okay. And, and this, this reviewer says these are world class donuts. World class donuts. The flavors of the, of the glazes were true and clean. There was one called pina colada, which did not taste much like average pina colada, but did taste exactly like ripe pineapple and newly cracked open coconut. Alright, that, eh, that's, that's, it's a little out there. I'm not really trying to fuck with a pina colada donut to me.
1: No, no, no. Not
0: really messing with that, but, okay, I-I-I might be able to give a little bit if, depending on the spot, if it was an old time spot, maybe. Probably not, but maybe. But then we go to, passion fruit, passion fruit coated with poppy seeds. What? You don't put poppy seeds on a fucking donut.
1: That's for, that's for, that's for like, uh, buns. Yeah. Right? Don't you put a, a on a, on a muffin, uh, not a muffin, a, a, a loaf. Yeah. A loaf or a bun has poppy seeds.
0: I'm not dissing poppy seeds. No. They don't belong on my fucking
1: donut. See, cause then you get, well, I mean, do you want a donut with nuttiness? It has marked nuttiness. Now, <clears throat> let, let, let me just... This just hit me as I'm looking at this. It's it's sinking in now. In addition to what they're doing to the donut, which I, I leave to you to speak on, this is also a co-opting of the chicken and waffle.
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing.
1: So we're we're taking... The chicken and waffle, which is, is a Roscoe's, right? It's a Roscoe's yeah. thing? Waffle House. So yeah. this is kind of something that uh, has been associated with the, the black community, am I right? I mean, of I course, everyone, well. could, everyone could come eat. We celebrate, we share. It's good food. We're not, we're not saying it's a black thing. All I'm saying is, I don't know, is, is there... It's, it's on that borderline. It, well look, let me do this here. We're gonna do control F. I'm gonna type waffle. Oh nowhere in the story do they mention waffle. So they're not giving the shout outs.
0: No shout out.
1: You borrow, you shout out. Am I right? I think you might be right here. You borrow, you shout out. Oh absolutely. We're inspired by chicken and waffle phenomena. Yeah. We saw the genius of the sweet with the savory. Sweet and the Savory, with poppy seeds. You know what? You know what? Take, take, take your little poppy seed muffin or your your poppy seed donut. Don't even. I'm sorry, I put it in the in the same breath with chicken and waffles. Take your little hipstery hipster and be a hipster. Hipster. Fucking hipster. Speaking of fucking hipster, there's there's a lot to talk about here. That, that I wanted to defer to you about. Sorry, I had to take my waffle out of my, I mean, my waffle, my wallet out of my pocket I was making my butter. We're going in. We're really going in. John Tesh music. Sprinkling over us. This article. Are
0: you ready to go in on this one? We're, we're about to really go in, listeners. Should we take a, should we take a breath?
1: Take a deep breath. Instrumental hip hop sucks. Ban it forever. That's the title. By uh, Philip, what's his name? I don't know. Is it, Is it M. Linar? I can't really see what happened to me. I got M.
0: L. Y. N. A. R.
1: Okay, yeah. I, I don't want to butcher the man's name. I don't. Nah, I don't, no. I don't really know. Phil. Phil. That's what Phil said. Phil wrote this. In What's San that, Francisco this, Weekly. This, this little blog, this little thing. Yeah. Stress on little. Now, you don't... Look, I'm not saying everybody has to like instrumental hip-hop. We're we're not children. We understand people have different tastes. It's cool. You can write about that. Am I right? Yeah. Well, I don't like this. But you don't say things like, it's the banal meandering stepchild of hip-hop.
0: You don't say things on Dilla's birthday. No, hold on. It's not Dilla's. A lot of people were posting about this as if it was written. Yeah. It kind of it started floating around yesterday. But now yeah. I'm looking at the date, and it's January 31st. So, yeah. I take yeah. that back. That being said, you don't say things such as J. Dilla who now presumably spends his days pestering Heaven's denizens with the unreleased offcuts from his bizarrely worshipped Donuts ruse. Like, whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to go after the dead of all... You're going to go after everyone, but then you're going to pick the guy who died young... Put out a very critically acclaimed album, but okay, you don't like instrumental hip hop. You gonna pick the the guy who, who who very sadly died young as the one you're gonna really go in on?
1: Really go mm-hmm. in on?
0: Yeah, that, that's the dude you're gonna go in on.
1: Pestering heaven's denizens. It's it it's childish, and then it, it places so much on the rapper, right? Basically what he's saying is, without a rapper, instrumental hip-hop is worthless.
0: Does he just listen to acapellas? Must. Shout out Omega Jackson.
1: Word up. Shout out.
0: I believe his comment, I'm going to read it here, is, I hope the hipster that wrote this gets force-fed Fiv cat dicks. (laughs) Ah uh, yeah, I'm not sure if we were allowed to say that on on this podcast.
1: Yeah, but well, I
0: did. You said it. You said it. And you, yeah. look, not only does this cat, this dude, what's his name, Phil, Mm-hmm. Phil, definitely a long ways away from the John Tesh music. Not only does he does he talk about these. He dropped these condescending little remarks. But then near the end, somehow, DJ Shadow gets off. He's
1: cool. He, he let D, he let DJ Shadow off?
0: Yeah. What did he say? Uh, he says, um... What does he say? He lets him off. Bay Area stalwart DJ Shadow is exonerated from the crime of instrumental hip-hop crime crime of instrumental hip-hop by virtue of his music being more correctly in lineage of Steinsky's witty cut-and-paste experiments.
1: Re- what? Really? I'm taken aback by that. What, what, would So here's the question. Would Shadow separate himself? I would hope not. Right. Sh- Shadow's not like, eh, yeah, I, I don't really roll with, with Dilla. Or, eh, instrumental hip hop is whack. But what I do is different. No, no, no. See, this is what I wrote, Ian. I, I made a comment on it. Can I share a little bit? Sure, sure, share a comment. Gather around, youngsters. See, I wrote, I think not even I think, I would take that off I would would write this in not the douchey tone, but the declarative tone. See, instrumental hip-hop is an internal conversation that has been made a commodity by fan interest. See, Phil ain't hearing that. What I'm saying is producers talk to each other with beats. Yeah, I flip this, you flip this. Word up. Producers talk to rappers with beats. They do. And then rappers get beat tapes. That's the next thing I wrote. The best beat tapes for rappers to select from turned out to be great to listen to and that appeal turned into releases. The it's cons- just so its so mind-boggling,
0: the hate here. The, condes- the condescension and the hate. Right. On one hand, you don't have to like instrumental hip-hop. I-I get it. It's loops. You get bored or whatever. Whatever. Fuck you, but whatever. But let's-let's let, let's read the last line. I'm sorry to interrupt you. The last oh, no, line no. of the article. Jump now, in. Dude. Frankly, if you're t- partaking in so much greenery that you can happily tolerate trawling through all ten sets of MF Doom's special herb series, don't you have bigger life issues to deal with and suspect than the suspect taste in wordless rap music. It's it's the epitome
1: of of dick. Right. Right. Because it's not enough to say I don't like it. It's you want to question.
0: It's basically you suck if you don't agree with me. It's childish. And you know what that is? You know who says those kinds of things? Hmm. Hipsters.
1: And young losers.
0: And young losers. But you know.
1: Hipsters. hipsters. You're
0: right. Hipsters. hipsters. These hipsters. This is such a this is the epitome of the hipster
1: article. Oh yeah. The hipster writer. Because you're 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 not caring what what is it. Let me let me figure out what it is so that I can understand it. Because nowhere in the piece does he he I talked to this cat and he helped me understand it yes, in this way yeah. and I still think it's bullshit. Or I read this or I did this investigation. There's one part where he talks about, you know, yeah, yeah, I know hip hop came from DJs, and that was good, right? But what's happening?
0: He also he also he he bigs himself up by saying that he really liked Rock Marciano's Mark Berg. That was his favorite rap album. So he he's like, I know I know hip hop because I'm 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 telling you that I like this obscure little bit of an obscure rap album so right. i'm I'm down, guys, but well I'm, I'm also ready to to really write what I think is a witty remark about a dead producer.
1: It's complete douchiness. and and to add see what's interesting is I click this because you know someone else asked the poignant question, "Who the fuck is this dude word and it, you know you, you click on his name and you get the stories but the the, the thing he just wrote. Veteran rappers, do you really need to continue making new records? A word? (laughs) I've decided you're done. You've spent your life cultivating these skills. Maybe you're not in top form, but because you're not in top form, you need to find another way to feed your family. You need to find a whole new identity.
0: He's going in on KRS.
1: Calm down, son. But it also looks like, you know, he, he's, let's see. He's interviewing.
0: There's nothing wrong with experiencing and supporting hip hop nostalgia. Come
1: on. But see,
0: you know, well, he, he ends this one with a question too. This guy is just a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Hipster. <laughs> hipster. But with most rappers unable to exercise quality control for a full decade, and a few able to claim five legitimately classic albums, wouldn't we all benefit from stronger but shorter recorded legacies?
1: Who is this guy? Don't buy it. No. Don't buy it, friend. You're mad because they're sullying your image of them. See, all this isn't about the art. It's about him. It's about him. I've decided what it should be. You don't do what I've decided it should be, therefore you're wrong word we have given too much we're given hipster. too much time to this obviously uh,
0: yeah, I, that was my my immediate thought was we're giving him exactly what he wants. he wants us to give him time, yeah. He probably wants to be known as a hater, but fuck you
1: that, he,
0: thats that's about it.
1: but see the other thing is is that that we need to recognize that we've the way the internet has has started to cultivate these jerks, their ability to to speak out with just complete rudeness.
0: Yeah, and then be Sprashed. legitimized by like you know newspapers and shit. Yeah, and this is this is the hipster attitude. I'm he's trying to come from a place where he he's trying to be legitimate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I I listen to the underground rap. I know. I'm intellectual about, I know these rappers' names and these obscure producers' names and now I'm going to diss them because they suck. I think they suck. Not only do I think they suck, I think that if you listen to them or you enjoy them, you probably
1: suck too. Yeah, that's just that internet douchiness. Man.
0: That's just that fucking hipster
1: bullshit. I can say anything I want and I don't have to, I don't have to be held accountable. I can say it in any way I want. Which is why we can say
0: force-fed Fiv Cat Dicks.
1: I thought I would smack this dude if I ever saw him. i, I just asked him a fuck with a mirror. Yeah. Yep. Look inside your soul, hipster. Hipster. See what's there. You know what's there? Poppy seed. It actually didn't end, listeners.
0: No. There was there was a moment and we wanted to let you let that sink
1: in. Science math was dropped. Essentially. The verbal math was dropped. It was dropped. Essentially though, let's just establish this. Anytime there are those pauses insert John Tetch music. That's for you to go back, listener. And insert from your mind and your heart, what's deep in your heart chakra. That's right. Pull out that John Tesh.
0: Man, I can't. I can't do that anymore.
1: It's so much better than what I could do. So would, we let. Yeah. We let that breathe.
0: Yeah.
1: Now do we? Do we? We We've been going in for a while, and uh, I'm not going to lie, listeners. I do have to walk these dogs and represent Wu. It's true.
0: So you want me I want me to drop the the fourth verse on a little lyrical Renaissance and then we we'll can, uh,
1: we could go in on a lyrical Renaissance, but we we did promise uh, man, these promise, listeners. We promised
0: these listeners. That's right.
1: The DJ fails.
0: DJ can, fails.
1: Can we hit them with one DJ fail we real hit quick? Em. Boom. DJ fail. So the, the life and times of Dave as a DJ are replete with fails. But this is probably my favorite fail. So I moved to a small town in upstate New York, Ithaca, home of a couple of different universities. You got your Cornell, got your Ithaca College. Word. Met these people, these collaborators, co-workers, one of whom dating a guy who owned? Who's managing a bar? There you go. Heard I DJ. Now it's not like I'm out there telling people I DJ. I just have records and turntables. That's right. It's a different thing, right? It's craft, it's art form. So, oh, you should come spin it, spot would be great you could DJ. And no, I'm not quite ready. I have to practice. I, I don't have a set. I'm not quite good enough. All these things that are true. And see, you know, in this day and age, we we we, we pump people up, Ian. Yep. Feel good, man. I believe in you. But we have limits. Am I right? There are limits. limits. And sometimes the limits are just today. Just t- today I'm back. Tomorrow I'll be fresh. I'll just have to work overnight. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Didn't have overnight. So she says, you know what? I talked to my boyfriend. You should come through on this day. It's a dead night. You can show them what you got. See if they can put you on for the weekend. Now, the other part, God bless her, she was looking out. Yeah. But I think sometimes you have, like, a conception in your mind of what something is. Absolutely. You may not see the alternative to her. If you have turntables, you're a DJ, you play X kind of music. hmm No, no, no.
0: It's important to establish these things.
1: And maybe I wasn't so straightforward, but I tried quite hard. She's, oh, you should try it, just try it, come try it. You should Shout do out. it. No, it's no, all,
0: no. no, no, I, you know, I, I big her up for like, she wanted you come DJ, so go out and DJ, fuck it.
1: Shout outs. Shout out. She's shouting out. She's, she's, I, I support you, come do it. So anyway, I go do it. I fall through, I got my little set together, a little dance. You know, I'm a nerd, music nerd. A little astro black with styles, I like a little future soul, a little LA, weird, I like weird shit. I think it's fresh, but I know it's weird shit. So I'm in there, and I come in, and I say, Ian, this is what I'm going to do. It's a dead night. It's quiet. I'm going to work up slow, right? Because I don't really be spinning parties. It's spinning parties hard. DJ fast beats hard. It's not easy. Is that right? You would admit that. It's not easy. Take skill.
0: Take skill. Take
1: skill. So I figure I'm going to work up to it slow, start off a little bit chill, then... Slowly pick up the pace, boom, boom. Then start hitting them, bang, bang. Bang. Dance floor bangers. We're hitting them, right? Just hitting them, bang. Hitting them, one after the other, rocking. In my mind, I'm seeing the people that are going nuts. They're not real people, but in my mind's eye, I'm seeing the people that are going nuts, they're going for it. Ithaca, New York, spilling beer, laughing with friends, showing bits of cleavage, it's going down. Yeah. I'm in.
0: The vision is there, boom.
1: The beats, boom, Pop rocks. boom. Pop rocks. Hitting them with Sara, Lotus. Ian, it's going down. Her boyfriend comes over, manager of the bar. Leans into the booth. Man, love what you're doing. But anytime you're ready to drop the dance music, go ahead. I'm ready to see what you're going to do. Now, (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. If I could go back in time, Ian, what I would have said was, you know what? I don't think it's going to work. Just go ahead and pop on that CD and let me buy you a drink, friend. Thanks for the shot. You know what I mean? Just be cool. Hey, Hey, I'm not doing what you want. I'm not even doing what I want. So, let <laughs> not even be uncomfortable anymore. Instead, I figure I'm going to give it the old college try and proceed to have an hour and a half of the longest evening I tried. what'd you major?
0: What'd you, let's drop, drop some things that you spun. What did you drop?
1: Oh, I tried to block it out. So, Man, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was spending, uh, trust me. You have to trust me at all. Nah, I don't even know how to are you, describe are you rocking it.
0: Rocking Serato?
1: I was rocking Serato. Uh huh. Definitely some sarah. Definitely some. I, I came with some some common. I came with universal mind control. The people amped. Yep. It was at that time. That was when it was hot. Um, though. So I did not play "Sex for Sugar." <laughs> I did not play that. Yeah, again, Sal Ross some Flying Lotus. It was very West Coast soul inspired. Came with some old school house music. It was it was a long night. Man, I, I don't even know. I, I, what did they want? I, I think I came they had with a vision.
0: I, they had their own vision.
1: They had their own vision. I couldn't even corny, think.
0: What... Yeah, shit. I'm sorry to say.
1: Might have been corny. Might not have been. But see, they were making money with whatever, whatever, whoever was spinning, whatever they spun. They were making money on Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. You know what I did? Yeah. Uh, I'd watch like uh, Thirty Rock. So who's the fool?
0: Nah, no one's the f- the fool. They're they're mostly the fool. Maybe. Here's the thing: If you go and get a DJ for your spot, you should know what that DJ is spinning. Oh yeah, that's true. That's their responsibility. I'm not saying it's also the DJ's responsibility to say, "Look, I play X and Y and Z. I don't play A, B, and C. Yep. Just so you know. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll have you spin the first part. Well, but. But it really, in the in the end, it's like, I mean, obviously people, people this, we were talking about this stuff before. People have these different ideas of what a DJ is, what they do, what they can do, requests. They have every type of music. Or they only spin pop music. True. You don't realize that we're nerds.
1: We're nerds, yeah. And, you know, but see, sometimes you don't know what question to ask until you realize you didn't ask it. yeah. And sometimes you don't realize what you need to say until you realize, "Oh, I didn't say what I needed to say."
0: Yep. True.
1: So it's all good. But let me tell you what happened. Finished spinning, told him thanks, packed up my stuff, smiled, tapped each other up. All right, man, I'll see you later. Like there was no need for, "Hey, it's not gonna work out," or, "Uh, you know what I mean." We knew what it was, and that was such a chill moment. It made me wish, looking back, that when he said that, I said, you know what? It's not going to work. Let me buy you a beer. Let's sit and shoot the shit. Uh-huh. Throw on a CD, man. Fuck it. I appreciate you giving me the shot. It's not a good fit. Let's kick it. Because it was cool like that. So it wasn't a life fail, Ian. It was just a DJ fail. A DJ fail. But a life Success.
0: I gotta say, I feel like a. a I've had that night several times. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like you kind of end up. You gotta kind of end up having those nights to kind of get to get get in there as as a DJ. Yep. Especially if you aren't. You might. I don't. Maybe you don't have those nights if, you, if you're just coming in playing those club bangers. That's what you're about. You know. Right. Right. If you're hyped for those club bangers, then maybe you just go in and it's all good. But if you, if you're like music lovers like us, grew up on, you know, listening to Paul Simon and Cat and Ball Adderley and all these other things. It's good shake. Like, it's a different kind of vibe. You know what I yeah. mean? Yep. Yeah. But I mean, you have those knives, you, you just kind of build off of them. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a massive DJ. You feel, but you do feel like, I don't know, personally, I feel like, I'm like, fuck, like, cats are coming to me like, oh, can you, you know, when's the party going to start? Can you pick up the BPM? hmm Play something we can dance to? hmm You know, it feels kind of crappy. But I don't think it's a fail. And a lot yeah. of cats, a lot of cats, you know. Yeah. A lot of cats are never satisfied.
1: no. No. Right. But, you know, sometimes it's when you step outside yourself and say, I'm going to try something that's outside my lane. Sometimes your lane is fine. I'm cool. I'm right here. Word. I'm chilling. I'm playing rod. I'm not apologizing for it.
0: What?
1: I like George Ann Muldrow, friend. Friend? Check this Platinum Pie Piper's. <laughs> uh, what's what's up with these lyrical renaissance? Lyrical
0: renaissance. My man Alex, shout out, shout out. Said that he's been trying to come up with a uh, with theme music. a word! But he's uh, he's working six days a week, and he's been given permission to design his own computer chip. Whoa! Yeah, science, Mathematics engineering. Knowledge. And it's gonna have to, I believe it has something to do with like, uh, it's gonna have some kind of audio function, kind of like a, like a filter to run your sounds through and shit. Makes mm-hmm. it ill, like, you know, reverbs and shit like that. hmm. So it might be ill. So he's been spending his time doing that instead of creating much needed lyrical renaissance theme music for us.
1: All in due time.
0: All in due time. Meanwhile, I'm trying to pull up these lyrics. I have a crappy version of these lyrics. Yeah. So I'm just going to read the crappy version and see what I can do with it. From, from a combination of reading these lyrics and from memory.
1: Piece it together.
0: Piece it together. mm mm-hmm. We're going to go verse 4. E40 understands me. That's with a Z.
1: Understands,
0: understands me. Hmm. All right. We ready to go in?
1: I'm. I'm weighted. What you're, what you're not hearing, is debated breath.
0: I'm not sure. I'm. I'm trying to decide how I'm. Going. I'm just going to read it off, and if I feel, if I feel the moment to go in with a little bit of E40 type of um, intonation, i will go there. Verse 4. I'm a street N. Walk with my head up. Stick out my chest. I don't like private jets. I fly southwest. Classic
1: line. Man of the people.
0: Yeah. You'll never catch me wearing a fucking wire. That's how you get your head deflated like a tire. (laughs) <laughs> I don't be gossiping and running off the lip and name dropping. I'd be hustling in traffic, rubbing, sho- rubbing shoulders and hobnobbing. <laughs> Getting gusty and gallivanting, politicking and moonwalking. Desert Eagle. Verified fixture from the V. A soil celebrity. Heavy, so don't be fucking with me. I can't do the high-pitched voice. But yeah, the high-pitched think, voice yeah. Right there. Don't be fucking yeah. with me and said in about... Five octaves higher. God, this guy wrote the lyrics really crappy, but he says something, and then he says, "Ever since I came out the coochie, I was an I was an oozy little mustache, infatuated with cash, trying to get some ash, some ass fast, offering it rods in class." Wow, I get dressed. You really? The, the last couple lines he went he went in. Yeah, I get dressed at the mall, brand new kicks and fits. And then he does another person's voice. Will you get your hats at, man? Man, I buy them at lids. <laughs> and then he finishes it off. I'm with the ship, but I don't really fuck with sucker shit. You're on that fake shit says, I'm sorry, I'm trying to, the lyrics are poorly written, but this line is, to me, is, is, you're on that fake shit, like, yeah, apologies for this last line. He basically says, you're on that fake shit, I'm on that, I'm on that real time, like Bill Maher. But I, I couldn't fully pull that off, because the line is poorly written. But the reference to Bill Mar—he's on that real—he's on that real shit like Bill Maher. or that real that real shit like Bill Maher. The Bill Maher reference is
1: pretty—it's pretty out there. So ill. Yeah. He he floats. He's kind of like Doom in that he floats between the absurd. Yeah. And the the authentic. I, I not that authentic. I don't want to say keeping it real because that's like a bullshit phrase, but like. You, you know what I mean? Like he goes from absurd to like serious, you know, cred shit. Like, you know. You know, you speak code. You speak that you will respect me code. Yep. You speak that I'm bugging the fuck out code. You, you know what I mean? Yep. And he floats between all of them. It just, does anybody get more out of a lyric than E40? I don't
0: know, man. And, I mean, the way he says these things...
1: That's the thing. It takes it to a whole another level. Whatever he wrote in, his delivery, takes it to a whole another level. It, these it, calls.
0: Yeah, the calls. They're calling <laughs> me? E-40. Then, coming with the characters, where well, you get your hats at, man, man, I'm buying from
1: Lids. Because the dude wants... He wants... He's trying to look... He wants to roll like E-40. Yeah. Where do you get the hats? I'm interested in purchasing one myself.
0: He's just a regular dude, he flies southwest.
1: And he's shopping at Liz. Liz is at the mall, yo. And what he's saying is, even at the mall, I'm coming off flyer than you. Exactly. Exactly. Even flying southwest, I'm coming off flyer than you. Instance,
0: I'm doing- in the first, in the first verse, I'm looking at the first verse now. People always ask me, Forty, how you stay current and relevant? I'm cut from leather, both these cats is cut from polyester.
1: There it is. I'm
0: hard as a brick, most of these suckers out here soft like feathers.
1: E forty, man. E
0: forty. There it is.
1: E forty. These narratives, these scripts. Yeah. These scrolls. Scrolls. Documents. Yeah. Speaking of which. I think we can close with this little nugget. According to Tom Haberstrow of ESPN. Haberstro Haberstrow. He says on Twitter. LeBron responds to Kendrick Perkins' stuff by saying he won't apologize for quote connecting with my fans, unquote, on Twitter.
0: Connections were made.